Welcome to Race Time Radio. I am Joe Chisholm, along with Joe Chisholm Jr., right here in the Race Time Radio studio. So glad you could tune in tonight. Special time here, of course, on our live stream. And then tonight, live on Sirius XM Channel 167, Canada Talks. Hey, Junior, what's going on? Speed Weeks is here, buddy. It's alive and well. Speed Weeks is here, and uh, it's our favorite time of the year. I thought you were going to lead in with it's the most wonderful time of the year. That's (laughs) what I thought you were going to lead into. But, uh, man, we've got a chance to watch a couple nights now uh, over at at New Smyrna Speedway. Um, You know, the the guys are rolling in for the big track stuff. Of course, Tuesday coming up uh, is Mm. the the Bush Clash. Uh, And then as well, rolling through uh, tonight, uh, they're racing again at New Smyrna Speedway. So uh, I imagine right on the other side of the show. What I think happened... you know, we are starting a little bit earlier this right. week. What I right. think happened is you asked the guys at Sirius to cut us back so we get a chance <laughs> to watch some of it yeah. uh, right on the other side of this show. We're going to, you know, crank it up and, and watch some more racing from over there at New Smyrna. Yeah, you can bet we're going to do that. Actually, uh, just uh, our thoughts and prayers are with absolutely everyone at New Smyrna Speedway. You may or may not have heard. Uh, tech official Rusty Cruz uh, passed away last night at the Speedway. I believe he passed away at the Speedway. Um, uh, the Volusia County Sheriff's Office is conducting an investigation. Uh, but the Hart family, of course, all of the officials, uh, um, absolutely everyone at New Smyrna Speedway, their thoughts and prayers are with uh, Rusty's family. Uh, ours here at Race Time Radio um that it just uh it's terrible it's terrible uh we all love the sport rusty was definitely one of those guys that loved the sport he was a tech official at the speedway and uh, uh sad to hear that he's gone joe yeah it's uh it's can you remember a, rusty yeah absolutely yeah um I, you know and not not that i spent a lot of time with rusty but no. uh you know he was one of those fixtures of of new smyrna speedway and and uh you know just a, a bright light and uh you know everybody's got uh, a certain amount of passion to be there at at uh, at the racetrack and and uh you know he's he's been a staple so um yeah, not a not a good situation at all. Um, you know the the rumor mill is is uh, you know obviously you know off the charts with this one. Ah, um, yeah. the speculation and always everything like is. that. Um, there's always a tremendous amount of uh, you know speculation that's out there. Um, wait for the facts and and uh, you know see before before anything comes out. But uh, definitely thoughts and prayers to uh, to everybody at New Smyrna, not just the track, not just his family, but uh, you know even the competitors um, that are that are down there. It's definitely a, a trying situation for everybody, and and uh, you know hopefully uh, hopefully everything can be resolved. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely well said. And keep your eyes uh, on New Smyrna Speedway, uh, their Facebook page, uh, 
Twitter, uh, all of uh, any kind of information and statements that will be from an official standpoint will come from the Speedway. But until then, uh, please keep Rusty's family in mind and absolutely everyone at New Smyrna Speedway. But let me tell you, Speed Weeks 2021 is well underway. Junior, before we get to our stacked lineup, which we're going to do here in just a moment, but uh, let's talk about uh, the first two nights. Man, I'll tell you what, they got a stacked super late model field, the pro late model field, uh, the Florida Modifieds. Everything's in there, and it's all looking good. Probably one of the better years for the World Series. Yeah, it. Uh, you know, when you look at the landscape of racing, there was a lot of races canceled at the beginning of the year, and uh, um, you know, not just uh, not just in Florida. I mean, across the country, mm-hmm. um, there was a lot of races that were put on hold and, and put on pause. Um, and and what we've seen through the the you know the winter months here, um, you know, you look at the at the Chili Bowl in Tulsa, you look at the speed or at the Snowball Derby, uh, you look at the Irwindale Showdown that's coming up uh, uh, over in in Irwindale, California. Uh, you look at at Speed Weeks, right? Um, the amount of guys from the northern states is definitely up. Um, obviously, there, there's a lack of Canadian involvement uh, on yeah. the racetrack well, because so of the closed. border being crossed, yeah, yeah. Or, or because of the, the border being closed. But um, a, a lot of people had some extra budget kicking around uh, because instead of racing 30 times this year, they only got a chance to race, you know, 15 or or, or 18 or even less, uh, yeah. and, or even less. And and when you look at uh, at the success that they're having uh, with all the the drivers pulling, making the drive down. And uh, and getting after it, um, they've got some really stacked fields. And when when I look at the you know the every single year the super late model you know class at New Smyrna is, is always strong, but it's never premier. And it you know it's never like what you see at the Derby. Right. It's never like what you see at the All American Four Hundred or the Winchester Four Hundred. This year. It's it's stacked. You know, you got the list is is 20 guys deep of who can win every single night. And uh, the same thing goes for for the modifieds, which we're going to get a chance to see for the first night tonight. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, We do have Canadian involvement down at New Smyrna Speedway. Got to put it out to Wayne Smith, the Oval Outlaw from out New Brunswick. He did get the win last night in the sportsman car. Uh, Two top five finishes, two nights under his belt. So uh, success so far for Wayne Smith. Uh, we'll talk about all that and more, but uh, let me tell you who we got coming on the show tonight. And I can tell you that we're going to have um, our, our guest lineup is stout. I'll tell you, we got Jason White coming up from Sun Peaks, BC. Uh, Jason, of course, is going to be running double duty down south. He's going to be in the ARCA Menard series. Uh, he's going to be in ARCA car next Saturday night. And then you're going to see him Friday night in the Truck Series. Jason White's going to join the show here in just mere moments. I tried bringing him up there, but the line was dead. So yeah. uh, Sue, I know, will reestablish connection there. We'll also get a chance to catch up with Alex Labbe tonight. Uh, we've heard uh, Alex on the show numerous times. Of course, with DGM and the NASCAR Xfinity Series, Alex Labbe has got sponsorship. He is going to run the season. We're going to catch up with Alex tonight, providing his flight landed on time and everything. He is down in Daytona Beach. We'll also hear from Jamie Adams tonight, Lady of the Ovals. She's got some big news. 
We'll talk to Truck Series director Brad Moran. He'll, he will join the show. We'll talk with Nick Moncher. He's a racing warehouse. Don't know what that is. We're going to fill in the blanks there. And we're also going to try and reach out with uh, Joe Wells, competition director for Arkham Menard Series. And uh, it's our yearly conversation with Joe Wells. We normally have it a little earlier. Uh, but you know what? We're not going to be able to uh, uh, get Jason on. Oh, you know what? There we go. There oh, we go. We'll try a different line here. That's how I'm going to get Jay. He's over on line six. But what's going on tonight there, Jason White? How are you doing? I'm good, Joe and Joe. How are you guys doing? Fantastic, man. You got to be coming off the chip down there in the nice warm stuff and getting ready to do double duty. Yeah, I'm pretty excited, man. I stopped at the shops in uh, in Charlotte, and, you know, Raymond Brothers Racing, and worked on the truck a little bit with the boys. And then I went over to uh, Andy's shop and the Arca shop at uh, Fast Track Racing and got to see my brand new Super Speedway car that they built for me. And, uh, to say I'm excited uh, would be uh, an understatement. <laughs> Jay, you're coming into it with, uh, you're an experienced guy now, no longer uh, rookie stripes on the back of your cars. Uh, you're coming into this with experience and some good success. No pressure, right, bud? <laughs> well, you know what? I'm just going to keep doing what I've been doing. Um, just be, you know, be smart in these races and and let attrition take its toll and be there at the end like we did last year. And uh, and I'm just hoping, we, you know, last year we were sixth in the ARCA race and tenth in the truck race, and I'm really looking for a lot better than that. And uh, I really honestly feel that, especially in that uh, in that ARCA race, we've, we've got a chance to, to be at the top of the podium, and I'm just pretty stoked about that. And, you know, our, our, our truck for the Camping World Truck Series race is, has been uh, at GMS Motorsports getting set up and, the pull-down rig and stuff, and uh, it's pretty stout, too. It's probably the best piece that we've ever had. I've driven the same truck a couple times, and they just keep working on it. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, like I said, I'm just I'm really stoked to get back behind the wheel, that's for sure. Jason, uh, more often than not, you know, we see guys go down to Daytona, and, and uh, uh, you know, the year after year, there's there's been quite a few guys, you know, do part-time schedules, but, but really latch on to Daytona and, and Talladega and those types of tracks. Uh, how do you how do you keep the um, you know the confidence in check, but but also get the maximum amount of performance out of the out of the car? Well, again, you just got to keep the uh, you, the first half of the race or first three quarters of the race. You really got to think about just being smart, and it's like a chess game, really. And you, and you just got to keep making sure that you're not making a stupid move early and really listen to your spotter. I got a really awesome spotter in Randy Bradshaw. He's been doing this for a long time. And every time we, you know, come into the green, I just tell him, I'm, I'm just, I'm just holding the wheel. You're driving the car, Randy. Just tell me where I need to go and what I need to do. And that's really what these super speedway uh, races are all about is, is just following your spotter. And, uh, you know, obviously you can't see what's going on around you and who's getting the run and who's not. And, and stuff like that. So I just choose to listen as much as I can to the spotter and uh, and just have my confidence in knowing that there's going to be a caution with, you know, five to go, so to speak, and, and just be ready for that. Um, I've seen so many people that, you know, you've even made deals with at the beginning of the race saying, hey, let's draft together and let's be patient. And then on lap 20, they, you know, they get helmetitis and their brain falls out of their head and they go up and they wreck. And it's just like, 
you know, it just shows you and kind of proves to you what it's all about. It, it does seem like that, right? It seems like across the board, uh, you, you know, you, you, you get a good run and you make up a couple positions. Not you. I'm not saying this about you. I'm saying this about yeah. drivers. You get a good run, you yeah. make a couple positions up, and then that same guy tries to make that same thing happen. And then, you know, that's when that's – when you know, all, all calamity breaks out. Um, Jason. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I feel more now, you know, like you said, Joe, like I've been, this is my fourth year down here now. And I've, I've actually been on the phone with a couple of different drivers already talking about, you know, will you work with me? And, you know, like I, I really think we should work together and we're already, uh, gaining some drafting partners a week before the race. So that's really important is to, is to have a dancing partner. And you know how that is. If you, if you can get left out to hang, and uh, I've felt that before. You know, I felt that at, at Talladega, I got left out to hang by the Kyle Busch Motorsports team. I was drafting with them, and all of a sudden, they just left me, you know, uh, changed lanes, and I went right to the very back. So you need dancing partners, and I've been working on that, dealing with uh, some guys that have some confidence in me now to know that I'm not going to make stupid moves, and I'm not going to, you know, try and win the race in the first, you know, even 75 laps, so to speak. We're with Jason White tonight. Uh, Jason, of course, from Sun Peaks, B.C., getting ready to go to at Daytona. Uh, he's going to do double duty. We're going to see him in the Arkham and Art Series. We're also going to see him in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. Jay, a little bit different this year. Uh, you're going to be in the truck first and then the Arca car. Uh, how is the preparation mindset? Is it any different? Because it's going to be kind of flip-flop this year. Well, you know what's different, obviously, is the elephant in the room. The COVID protocol is absolutely crazy. I've, uh, you know, a lot of people are even questioning why I'm here. But you know what? This is what we do, and and we, uh, as racers, we'll do whatever we can to make sure that we can be on the track. So I've gone through a lot of COVID protocols. I've I've had a PCR test once every couple of weeks, and I got three more to go here. And NASCAR is very strict with their protocol, so. I'm watching the Super Bowl from my room here in Daytona. I'm not going out too much and kind of get put into the bubble at Daytona at the end of the week. So really the difference is, is a lot of these protocols and what's going on and when we get practice, which is very minimal because of COVID and, you know, all of that sort of stuff is different. So the mindset is kind of a, a little bit of a different animal here. There's, there's more things to think about than just getting in the car or the truck. So I just got to get through all that stuff, and then I just can't wait to put the helmet on and get back out on the track because there's no COVID living on the racetrack in my truck with me or in my car with me. I just can't wait for all to be gone and just focus on winning the race is all I'm trying to do. So, um, you know, just, again, being smart, being there at the end, not making stupid moves is is all I'm thinking. And, and I've thought about that in racing all my life. You know, I'm, I, I'm not the best race car driver in the world, but I'm one of the best racers in the world. And that means that I know the business of racing and I know how racing works and how you build something and get a, into an opportunity and a position to win. And this is where I'm at right now is I'm in a position to win. And uh, this is the first time in my life that I've ever had the confidence that I've been, I'm in a position to win. So we're uh, just, like I said, it's all about being smart. Listen to that spotter. Yeah, and you know what? You've earned your way to this uh, to this opportunity, and that's the coolest part about it, Jay. Uh, love watching you behind the wheel of whatever uh, you get behind. I've seen you in the NASCAR Pinty Series like a ton, and uh, always like watching you. You got patience, and you take what the car gives you today, and that's what it takes to move up through the field. 
Uh, I know it's just you inside that truck. Well, at least you and about, I don't know, 30 million other Canadians in spirit are going to be in there with you. Uh, let's start with the truck. What truck number are you going to be? How do I? Uh, how do we identify that truck with you? And also, let's talk about the ARCA car, too. Well, we're in the 33 truck, which is good. You know, that's that's what we we yeah, had our, our great run in last year with Rayon Brothers. Um, I've got all the all the eggs in the basket from Rayon Brothers Racing. They're putting all the effort in for the 33 truck to win this race. Uh, you know, obviously, they want me to win it, but as a team, they want to win more than anything. So we're in the 33 truck. Uh, we're going to have a bunch of press releases coming out tomorrow and the next day. You're going to see some pretty awesome livery of this truck. I'm really excited. It's... it's uh, it's Canadiana all over it, man, and I'm, I'm pretty proud to be a Canadian racer, especially down here, you know, in Florida. But uh, it's got it's got Canadian flags all over it, and uh, and then you're going to see uh, uh, in the ARCA race with the number ten car, and uh, we're we're doing a tribute. One of one of my very first sponsors ever, um, Harley Davidson and of Kamloops, Al Perret. Al just happened to pass away three days ago, and he was one of my biggest supporters and, and my very first sponsor when I was 15 years old. So we're doing a little bit of a tribute to him, and uh, we're going to have him riding with me, and hopefully we get up to victory lane for him and uh, and uh, get that car up there so everybody can see it as well. Oh, got to love it. Jay, you're always thinking. Uh, of course, fans can follow you along. Uh, follow you along on Twitter. It's Chase and Racing, right? What uh, Chase and uh, Racing? Racing, Racing, Jason. Yeah, Racing, and we're, Jason. Uh, we'll be we'll be big on uh, we'll be big on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, we'll we'll see about some TikTok stuff. We're working on the <laughs> team's working on a little TikTok stuff. I got to figure this TikTok stuff out. I don't know if I'm ready for it yet. Oh, we'll try and figure something out. If anybody can do it, you can. And I know last year I loved following you along on Facebook. You did a lot of live Facebook stuff, too. Uh, that was kind of cool. Yeah, we'll do lots of live stuff here starting, uh, you know, the, the Clash is Tuesday. I'm going to go to the Clash and, and, and try and learn as much as I can because, as you know, the following week we're running the road course at Daytona, which is something I'm really looking forward to. You know, as a as an NASCAR Pinkies driver, we're, we're pretty uh, – Pretty stout road course drivers, I guess you would say. We've all got a lot of experience in it, so I'm really looking forward to getting on that track. So Tuesday, I'm going to go watch that, and then Wednesday, we roll in, and then we start getting after it. So we'll uh, see what we can do. So, so you're in the truck for the road course as well. I didn't know that. Neither that's, did I. No, that's, that, that jumps off the page. I did not know yeah. that, Jason. Yeah, so we're doing that the following Friday. Yeah, we're going uh, to be running that race as well. So... Um, I'm just going to take it one step at a time here. You know, we got two big races Friday and Saturday, and it's going to be a couple busy days. We qualify early in the morning on Saturday. We qualify at like eight in the morning or something for our race, and then the races in the afternoon. So it's going to be busy. Things are going to things are going to happen fast. But uh, then we're going to back up and reload and get ready for the road course race and see how fun that can be. I've been on my simulator for a thousand hours. If you ask my wife, it's been a million hours. But uh, <laughs> I've spent a lot of sim time on the road course at Daytona, so hopefully it's helped. That's awesome. Tell me something. Which one are you more excited for, the road course version of the truck race or the super speedway version? Because you're good at both. Well, I mean, I'm obviously, I'm really excited about this super speedway truck that we've got. Like I said, I've been in this truck a few times already. I've never put a mark on it. And every time you put it in the box with no mark on it, it goes back to the shop and they just make it better performance-wise. They don't have to fix it. So, 
I'm really excited. Like I said, GMS Motorsports has been helping us. Uh, Joe Nemechek, Nemechek was at the shop the other day and, you know, helping out and, and giving us some advice and stuff. So we're, uh, we're really putting all our eggs in one basket here with this 33 truck for Rio Brothers Racing. And uh, we're not going to be satisfied with anything other than a top five or, you know, or even better. That's awesome. I'm really excited about that. And as for TikTok, Jason, um, if you just ask DJ, DJ will, will hook you up and, and teach you how to use TikTok. <laughs> sure he will. D- oh, yeah, D- DJ's TikToking these days, yeah, is he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> DJ's, DJ's a big TikToker. Yeah, the only TikTok he's doing is with Chase. <laughs> I can bet that. And it would be more like, uh, okay, Chase, TikTok, let's go. I just I just wanted I just wanted you to text him and just ask him how to TikTok. It would be great. I, I want to see the response. Yeah, now, there'll be some sort of response of how you time an engine cam. Yeah, or something. that's TikTok. <laughs> while we're while we're on the topic of of on on this side of the border, Jay, you know, last year we asked you the same question. Uh, you know, yep. leading into Daytona, do do you have anything you know kind of put uh, in place on on this side of the border for twenty twenty one, or is it still too early? No, no, I've already been in talks with DJ. We're uh, looks like we're going to do the Ontario stuff, uh, including Oshweekin on the dirt track. Um, I'm not going to do the second uh, Mossport Canadian Tire Motorsport race because um, I'm going to be in the truck there for Rio Brothers Racing, and I, I don't ever like to. I don't like to double duty that. I think you need to really focus on one thing or another. So especially that being a double header, I'm just going to concentrate on the truck. But yeah, it looks like we're going to do Sunset, Sucasa, or Sweeten, um, and those. I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do Flamboro. But uh, we'll we'll see how it works out. We're definitely going to be in the Pinty series, and uh, and then like I said, there's some other things going on with the truck. We'll be at uh, a CTMP with the Silverado 200, and then we'll uh, Silverado weekend, and then we'll probably be at Talladega again in a truck, or possibly even another series at Talladega. That's exciting, so. man! I'll tell you what, Jay. Good you know schedule, how to man. make it exciting. You know how to do it. <laughs> Incredible. We're working on it. Listen, uh, next week, next Sunday night, we'd love to get you back on the show where we can uh, look back in the rearview mirror and find out how Victory Lane felt. How does that sound? That would be great, man. That'd be great. Hopefully I'm washing the the bubbly out of my hair. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be awesome. Jason, please, please be safe and good luck with absolutely everything. You got to know that uh, Joe and Joe definitely are going to be following you along on absolutely every step of the way, my friend. Awesome. And thank you for the support, everybody. And uh, just to, you know, let everybody know we're being as safe as we can here. NASCAR is really strict with this COVID stuff. We're, uh, we just want to get down here and perform and, and uh, have get get people having something to watch and follow. And it's been a tough go here, 2020 and the start of 2021. But uh, we'll try and entertain you as much as we can next week. No, it's going to be dynamite stuff. Jason White, you be good. Say hi to Andy for us, too, will you, please? I will do. Yeah, awesome stuff. That's Jason White, Sun Peaks, BC. Watch him at Daytona. It's going to be interesting, Junior. This guy can do it. It's awesome to see him on the road course, too, you know, on, on the back-to-back opportunity yeah, there. Yeah, that's um, cool. It, it, you know, when you look at the Daytona road course, we, we of course, everybody watched the, the race last year uh, from the road course. Uh, there, there was a lot of excitement there. Um, but but really, when you take a look at at Jason White on a road course. Oh, he, yeah. He can get it done. You're and, damn right. And, you, can. Uh, you, you know, he's definitely got a lot of laps on, on different various forms of road course, whether it be the streets of Toronto or whether it be the fast ones at Mossport. Um, I'm really excited to see how he can do 
on in that setting down in Daytona. And, you know, with the limited practice and all of those things, we've seen Alex Tagliani go down there and, and really, you know, run yes. for the win uh, at yep. uh, at Daytona. So it'll be interesting to see how he can do, um, you know, over there. I've, I've seen him in the truck at Mossport, uh, did a great job, uh, maintained, got through uh, to the end of the race, uh, had a couple of troubles on pit road with pit road speed and then the blend line and stuff like that, um, but, but really was running competitive of time so it, it'll be interesting to, to say the least uh to see what jason can do uh on the other side but uh man if if last year was any indication he's gonna go down there and get it done in the super speedway and uh we'll we'll see how he can do on the road course after so many reasons to get excited about daytona our, our next guest coming up on the other side of the break gonna give us more cause to really really clue in to everything nascar xfinity uh, we got Alex Labe coming up right on the other side of the break. Uh, of course, with DGM, he's coming off the chip for Daytona. We'll find out why on the other side. Stay with us. Hi, this is Jeff Dunford, uh, 7T Oscar Super Late Model. Listen to RTR. It's a great program. From coast to coast, coast. you're listening to Canada Talks. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fired up by QuickWick Fire Starters. Available online at quickwick.com. That's quickwick, Q-W-I-C-K-W-I-C-K.com. Rev TV is Canada's own motorsports network, featuring live races and rallies from around the world and right here at home. Rev TV is your destination for motorsports action 24-7. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store. You can count on Napa know-how. Winter is on the way. Call temperatures mean we light fires to warm up or cook on, sometimes even to survive. Quick Quick Fire Starters are a must in your kit, in your sled, ATV, or vehicle. Quick Quick just may save your life if you get stranded this winter. Enjoy the winter. We're Canadian. And so is Quick Quick. They're available online. Go to quickquick.com. Quick Quick Fire Starters. They work. Alexa, play NASCAR radio on Sirius XM. Sirius XM NASCAR radio from Sirius XM. Start your engine! Gain access to NASCAR's biggest name. Martin Truex Jr. Kyle Busch. Chase Elliott. Hear live coverage of every single race. They're side by side for the win. Woo! It's unfiltered 24-7 NASCAR. Welcome to Victory Lane. We've got breaking news. Let's go to the hotline. This is Sirius XM NASCAR radio channel 90. Listen on the app or at home on devices equipped with Amazon Alexa. Learn more at SiriusXM.com slash NASCAR. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hear rare interviews and performances. Live concerts. Is there anybody alive out there? Celebrity guests. 
hottest DJs. This is Rob Lowe. Hey, baby, it's little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to E Street Radio, your home away from home. Great to be here. E Street Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 20. Race time radio to go. Streaming live or on demand. And we are back with you live tonight on Race Time Radio. So glad you could tune in tonight. Well, focus in on Daytona International Speedway. Of course, Speed Weeks 2021 is well underway at the short tracks, but things about to get loud at the big track. And uh, when it's uh, the NASCAR Xfinity time to roll around there, I know we're all going to be focused in on that number 36 Can-Am DGM machine of Alex Labe. He joins us now on the hotline. Alex, what's going on? How you doing, bud? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. What are you guys? Uh, fantastic. Uh, whereabouts are you? You're, are you down in the sunny south yet? Yeah, I just landed in, the, in Orlando <laughs> like half an hour ago, so. Yep, I'm in Florida right now. We're going to get ready for uh, for Speed Week for uh, Daytona next week during the week. And uh, ready to get, uh, get that 20, 2021 season fired up. Oh, I bet you you're excited, too. Uh, great news. I've been following along. Of course, we weren't on the air last week. Uh, and news broke that uh, you, in fact, uh, got some sponsorship all lined up. Things are starting to look up in Alex's world. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we we worked really hard in the arts uh, in the off season. Get a sponsorship lined up, and we got a uh, am back on board with all our uh, test drag uh, sponsorship. Also, we got a uh, Global Cam, Russo, Prolon, uh, Festi Drag, and all uh, all these guys that they, they've been behind me last year too. So we're we're, we're looking for a uh, for for a strong season. We're DGM made a couple changes during the off season also, so I think we're uh, we're gonna be as competitive as ever. Uh, uh, next week in a, d- a day, Jonah. Alex, this is great news, man. Uh, following you along for the last oh, four or five years, actually even further back than that when you go back to the NASCAR Pinty's Championship, but watching the progression uh, of you as a driver in the NASCAR Xfinity Series, of course, um, you know, coming off a top 20 in points overall just a couple of years ago and then last year the program you were able to do with the finishes you pulled out uh just amazing to see the progression and when you look now at 2021 uh there is no doubt uh mario goslin the dgm crew you uh, like all of you guys have, it seems like you've turned a corner. I know we're at the beginning of the year, and we're going to start to see uh, the proof in the pudding, so to speak. But it sure feels like you guys have turned a corner, and you're really poised to have a great season here. What's it feel like to be you today? Yeah, we're we're definitely pumped up for 2021. Like I said earlier, we uh, everybody worked hard. We got new crew guys. We got new motor program we got new cars we got i mean we got everything lined up to to, to step a, another notch in our in our program and just go out go out there and try to compete for more top five we got our first top five last year at the roval we know we can we can run in the top five but i think i think if we the next step would be a to go, to go still a win somewhere and uh, that's really what uh what i what i'm what i'm working for and what, what i'm aiming for also 
that top five last year was pretty stressful. I just I just want to say that. I just want to say, hopefully, your next top five is not that stressful. Yeah, no, for sure. It was a it was a challenge, but uh, yep, the role was always special for me. Though I was, it would have been dry or rain. I feel like we 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 had a top five uh, top five shot. So and I I hope this year it's going to stay dry. It's going to be a little. Uh, a little less stressful, like <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, Alex, double dipping really this time around at Daytona. Not only are you going to run the Super Speedway, but then you follow it up with a road course race. Uh, something that I know for sure. Uh, you know, when you line up all those NASCAR Xfinity guys, um, and, and you talk about a road course, man, you stand head and shoulders with those guys, if not above. The, you know, the overwhelming majority of them when it comes time for road course. And let's face it, you're no slouch on a restrictor plate track either. Uh, this has truly got to be great news that you're going to go back to back there. But how do you do that? Like, um, how do you mentally prepare for uh, two races that you got to be up for both of them, right? Yeah, for sure. I think we're gonna, we're really aiming for a strong start of the year. I feel like both Daytonas are really good places for us to, to run up front and uh, score some valuable points and try and, and, and try to go get a top five. And if not a win, if we're if we're in a in a, in a good spot there at the end. But uh, I definitely feel like uh, I mean we're all we're always really good on the speedways, and we we I think we're bringing the best. I feel like we're bringing the the best speedway car we've ever had. So I, I'm really looking forward to the next weekend, and, the, and for sure on on the uh, on the the road course on the road. The Roval, like you could say, the the in the inside the Oval at the at Daytona, we were really good there last year. Had a lot of speed, had so much bad luck. We went to the back. We had top three speeds there in the last ten, the ten last ten at the end of the race, and uh, I feel like uh, we're we changed a couple of things and we, we took some good notes from last year, and we're going to come back even stronger this year and try to go run in that top five and uh, all day. That, that, that that's definitely going to be a plan. So we look at the Super Speedway race first, uh, and and there's no doubt this year we got the boss going to jump behind the wheel. We got Mario going to be in a car. Uh, you got your teammate driver of the '92. You got uh, uh, Josh Williams. Uh, he's going to be in his '92. I know he just announced a crew chief uh, announcement there, so things are coming together for him. Uh, the three of you guys are going to be out there. Uh, is there? Such thing as the three of you guys are going to find each other, be able to work together. Uh, I know that would probably be the plan, but what's it like to try and activate a plan like that when there's three is trying to find one another? Yeah, I definitely hope so. I mean, we're it's, that's what's tough. It's, it's really tough to find some partners there on, on the speedways as we could, uh, we've seen in the last couple of years, the last year, the last couple of races in the XND series. But I feel like with Mario in the seat, it's going to be a big help for me. I mean, in the past, I've had, I didn't have a lot of help from my teammates. So I feel like with Mario, we're going to be able to work together and get some great footage there at the end whenever it's going to matter. And uh, hopefully we're going to be in the right spot there with uh, one, two, three laps to go and uh, push uh, push one or push the other to the front. That'd be, that'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> that'd be the way to do it. Now, when you got, uh, you know, like a three-car effort, uh, the DGM is putting out there. Uh, there's no doubt that uh, as much work went into one car as it did to the other, as it did to the other, 
But how do you guys select which one's going to be the 36, which one's going to be the 92, and which one Mario's going to jump into? Because everybody wants to win, even though you're teammates. How did you select the 36? Did you guys uh, sort of, I don't know, uh, flip them for it? Or what did you do to get the 36 car that you're going to be in? Yeah, I'm, I'm running the same speedway car as I ran last year. And uh, we just tweaked on it a little bit. We're running a different motor, and we're just, uh, we pretty much have all our cars. Josh run, runs his cars, I run my cars, and um, Mario's got one of Caesar's cars. So, uh, I mean, we're, we're going to be four cars at Daytona because Caesar Bacalera is going to be in the 90 also. So, we're uh, DGM's bringing four cars to Daytona for the, at the racetrack for the first time. So, it's, uh, it's going to be big for DGM. And like I said earlier, I hope, I just hope we can be uh, two or three to four, uh, at least uh, three cars of us together there at the end. And, uh, in the last couple of laps with with clean cars, and I think we can uh, we can make a surprise happen. That'd be that'd be pretty awesome. Alex, what is I I know that that you know you're the type of driver that wants to race every single day, but but and and really every racetrack is your favorite. But what are you? more more comfortable in are, are you co- more comfortable pushing or or being pushed what which which one of those two are are more comfortable for alex labe uh, it doesn't really matter it always depends with the people you're working with it's, i mean it's different for every yeah <laughs> some people you can push them square and it works good but some other people are more like squirrels and you can't really commit to their bumper and you really got you always got to be careful and same thing in the, the guy that's pushing you it's, it's always I think it really matters. It really depends on the driver that that, that, that you're working with. But uh, I, I don't really mind. <laughs> like I'm, I'm always a guy a little more cautious. I, I've, all, I've always raised that way. So, uh, but whenever there's five, ten, uh, especially like within five laps to go now, where everybody's all in and everybody's pushing as hard. I really feel like it really depends on the partner you're with <laughs> to gotcha. answer that question. Yeah, well, you know what, and Alex, you're not the new guy anymore. You have to garner some respect from the guys that you're racing with. They got to be looking at you going, you know what, that Alex guy is a guy that I can work with. I know I can trust him. I've never seen you go out and, uh, you know, run into somebody that wasn't, you know, like without someone nailing you in the rear end and turning you into someone. I've never seen you go out there and cause an accident yet. Uh, that that's got to vote well for a guy like you when you're out on that racetrack. Eventually, they're all going to start lining up with you as opposed to saying, okay, leave the Canadian out there. Let's go. Yeah, no, definitely. I feel like uh, it, it, it comes to with the speed you got in your car. Especially, I mean, if, if, you, if you're not uh, if you're not killing the, 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 the one of the guys momentum, especially the guys that got like really good, really fast cars, I mean, sometimes they they pull out of line because we're, we're they they know we're 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 not helping them because we don't have the power we don't have the speed. But I feel like in the last year, especially we've our we've got a lot more speed in our cars and we can we can work with these guys and they can they 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 can't work with us because they they feel like we're not uh we're not breaking them. So uh, it, it definitely helps and for sure you got to be got to be smooth you got to be straight and the and uh, and then you, you gain re- respect from these guys. Absolutely. Uh, final question from me tonight, and and uh, you know it's more for the the listeners across the board. 
Uh, but it seems like in Quebec uh, and, and out of the Quebec scene, uh, we see Festi drag uh, a, a tremendous amount. You know, when, I, when we go to Trois-Rivières, when we go to uh, Chaudière, when we go to, you know, across the board, whenever we're in Quebec or, or you know, with Quebec drivers. Um, can you describe to the listeners and, and to, to the audience what, what Festi drag is all about? Yep, Festi drag is... Uh the Festi Drag is a TV show here in Quebec, but they since the last two years they started a driver development and they're they're helping younger drivers with with uh with all with all what's involved around around motorsport that's not related to a race car, all the sponsorship and all the appearances and all that stuff. So uh, I think it's a good it's a good way to introduce new drivers and younger drivers to the racing. And uh, Mark Tain does, does a pretty good job on on that part and. That's, and, it, and, it, and it helps me uh, a lot to come here and race in the states because uh, you know we know it's tough to get to get some partners and it's it's really fun to get some partners from uh, from Canada from Quebec here in the U.S. back in me with them. Well, it's going to be off the hook. I can guarantee you that you're on your way to the track now. Uh, when do we see you on the track? Are you going to get much practice before you guys go green next Saturday? Yeah, the, we're, we're going to get some practice for the first time in a long time. We're we're getting some practice on Friday, and uh, that's like a normal pre-COVID uh, uh, schedule, like we, like we would say. Uh, we we got practice on the Friday, and we got qualifying on Saturday morning, and race on Saturday afternoon. So, uh, yep, fr- Friday. I, th- I think it's Friday one o'clock or something like that. We're gonna we're gonna be on the track at, at Daytona, so uh, should be fun. It's got got to be fun to, to fine fine tune a little bit because. Uh, Pretty much all last year, we never had any practices, so we never really had time to break in the cars and all that stuff. So it's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be pretty cool to, to break in our cars and uh, get them uh, fitted as, as good as possible to, to our driving style. <laughs> Whatever hair Mario had will come out next Friday. Then is that what you're telling me? <laughs> for sure. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. I mean, Mario hasn't been in the seat for a couple of years, but uh, he's he's a really good plate racer and. Uh, like I said earlier, I just hope I just hope we can work together there with two one 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 or two laps to go. It, I think it's gonna be pretty big. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be dynamite, Alex. Uh, fans can follow you along, right? Uh, Twitter, Facebook, all of the social media stuff. You're gonna be on all of it. I can well imagine. Oh yeah, yep. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That's that's the uh, three platforms I use the most. G- Jason White said that uh, he was going to learn TikTok uh, over the course of the weekend. So that's uh, that you got to learn it too, bud. You got to get on TikTok. Yeah, I might. I might. <laughs> Give it a whirl. Give it a whirl, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. If Jason White's going to do it, then you you can definitely teach an old dog new tricks, right? That's the, that's the way that it yeah, works. Jason's pretty good with that with that PR stuff. Absolutely. For sure. Alex, uh, good luck down there. I know we're all going to be tuned in and watching you uh, and wishing you guys all the absolute best from up here in the frozen cold north. Uh, Good luck with all the racing, and I know we look forward to getting you on the other side. We'll get your comments. Hopefully next Sunday night uh, we'll be able to talk about a truck win, an ARCA win, and an Xfinity win. Wouldn't that be so cool? Yep, that's the plan. Well, we'll keep your seat all shined up right here, bud. Uh, good luck, be safe, and uh, go out there and take that 36 to the front. 
Awesome. Thanks, guys. You betcha. That's Alex Labbe. He is going to put on a show, I guarantee you. It's a brand-new DGM this year. Uh, I shouldn't say brand-new. They have got a, a, like I say, it feels like they've turned a corner, and um, we're going to see something that we haven't seen before out of these guys. It's going to be totally off the hook. Come next weekend, we got so much to look forward to. Uh, we're going to hit a break when we come back. Ladies of the Oval, Jamie Adams is going to join us right here on Race Time. Stay with us. <laughs> From coast to coast, coast, coast to coast, you're listening to Canada Talks. To Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is fueled by BP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers, get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Is it your job to light the fire, the campfire, or maybe you're like me and you heat your home with wood? You need to use a quick wick. These fire starters work. No paper or kindling. And presto, your fire is going every time. No toxic fumes, just warm, enjoyable flames. You can get them online. Go to quickwick.com. Quickwick, they work. From two wheels to four and so much more, Rev TV also features exclusive live race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and so much more. Rev TV offers you the best seat in the house to feel the rush. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store. You can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. Men, 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 morning men. Hi, I'm Evan Cohen. And I'm Mike Babchuk. We were given 30 seconds to describe our show, Morning Men, on Mad Dog Sports Radio. So I'll ask you some questions, and you give me the answers. What do we do for fun? You go to the diner with your family. Me? I drink and forget I have a family. Biggest crush? You? Tom Brady. Me? Anyone in yoga pants. What do we want to do more of? You? Talk about what happened the night before in the world of sports. Me? I would like to do more of my wife. I think we just ran out of time. Morning Men, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern, Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM 82, and the Sirius XM app. Time Radio. Only on Sirius XM 167. We get you closer. If you're looking for miles per gallon, you're definitely at the wrong place. Maybe a few channels up or a few channels down, you'll find it. But this is Race Time Radio. I think I like it too. And I think I like it, too. Welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. Little Joey Vinegar bringing us back off the break. 
And what do you say we get back to the hotline, shall we? Uh, ladies of the Oval. Some big, big news here for Ladies of the Oval. Uh, uh, of course, they, um, uh, calendars are available. you got to check them out online. Um, but Ladies of the Oval put together a sponsorship package, and uh, there's always one lucky recipient uh, of that sponsorship for the season. And in 2021... That recipient happens to be our next guest. It is Jamie Adams, and she joins us on the hotline right now. What's going on, Jamie? How you doing? I'm good, guys. How are you? Not too bad at all. Geez, I haven't talked to you since, uh, well, since last summer. Uh, you've yeah. been staying out of trouble? <laughs> I'm doing my best. I can. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good, right. Good for you. So you got the race car all set. And how about this? That's, that's huge news, man. You're... Uh, you get the sponsorship through Ladies of the Oval. That's cool. Yeah, that was pretty exciting. It was uh, four years trying, and I finally won. So, yeah, pretty exciting. Absolutely. I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, driver of the number 99, right? You're going to stick with the 99, and what's the plan for 2021? Yeah, I'll stick, be sticking with 99. Um, so our plan is to run our full season at Sobble, whatever ends up happening. I'm not sure what the plans are for Sobble yet, but... Uh, we're planning on doing Salvo, and then hopefully we're going to actually run a couple Hot Rod Series races is the plan. That's oh, exciting. That's cool. That's awesome. Jamie, <laughs> uh, uh, What? so did you rebuild your your car that we seen last year into a Hot Rod, or, or what? did you guys build a Hot Rod? What's the body style? So it was a new change for us. I'm not going to tell you exactly because I want it to be a bit of a surprise, but it's going to be the same car, just a new body. Um, but you'll have to wait and see what the body is. Well, ah, you, now you're, you're us, teasing us. Yeah, that's 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 not even fair, right there. <laughs> I already gave you the news with the Oscar. That's right. Rod. That's yeah, right. That's true. That's true. Jamie, uh, uh, you've been a staple at Sobble Speedway, and and really your your family has been a staple at Sobble Speedway. The Adams family, whether you know it's it, it, it's your dad, uh, cousins, you know, it goes back through through the years. Um, you've grown up at Sobble Speedway and you've spent a lot of time there. Um, take a, take our listeners through kind of, you know, your background and, and as well, you know, your, your family's background at the Speedway. Oh, well, okay. Well, yeah, there was a lot of us out there. Um, my dad's been racing over 30 years, so I've been out there since I was in the womb. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, right now it's about my dad still racing, Steve Adams, um, I'm still out there. My cousin Joe Adams and my cousin Corey Adams, he's been out there. Um, We're all still (laughs) trying to do our best out there and not getting out too much because I've been in the city, so I haven't been running full season. So this year, hopefully, I'll get to run a full season out there and Dad can kind of sit back and watch a little bit. That's right. That'll Be the drive, crew chief. That'll drive cheesy yeah, exactly. nuts, just so you know. <laughs> Sitting there watching will drive him crazy, but he loves watching you. Yeah. Well, he's had his turn, so I think it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, and hopefully the season comes off without a hitch. Uh, I know the full uh, schedule for Sobble Speedway is going to come out. We're just actually waiting on the township uh, to do all of the approvals and do all the magic wand waving and so yeah. to speak. But we do have the schedule all planned. And I'll tell you what, Jamie, it's going to be off the chip. Fans are going to love it. Um, <laughs> it's going to be an exciting season. And I know everybody at Sobble Speedway can't wait to roll that schedule out 
Uh, we just got to wait on them, and then uh, away we go. But uh, this is going to be very exciting. I'm Now I'm really intrigued on what. Oh, <laughs> look, you won't tell us what the body style is, but can you tell us what color is it going to be? Uh, Steve Adams' uh, traditional orange color? <laughs> well, we've been uh, hemming and hawing on the colors. We're not really agreeing, so I can't give you anything right now. Jeez, <laughs> oh, I can't get nothing out of you tonight. You're, uh, you're a brick wall. Let's talk about <laughs> Ladies of the Oval, shall we? Uh, the, the new sponsorship on your race car. Uh, did, uh, I would take it the calendar's out, and uh, what month are you featured in? I'm in April. Ah, nice. April. Now, is that is that uh, by design? Is that your birthday? Is that is there significance to the April month? No, I think they just kind of gave us whatever month. <laughs> <laughs> whatever way it sort of shook out. Yes, I was happy with April. That's good. Absolutely. That's cool. The, the program itself, uh, latest of the Oval. Uh, what what year is it in? Because we we've been it's it's been four years, or or was there a couple years ahead of that before you tried? Um, I just, I think the sponsorship had been the last four or five years, gotcha. but, um, I think it's about five or six years possibly that they've been doing the ladies of the oval. Gotcha. The program itself is super exciting. Um, obviously the, the sponsorship aspect of it, um, you know, everything that, that the program stands for, uh, you know, it's grown in popularity, definitely across the board on, on Facebook, um, and and looking at, do you get a chance to to spend much time with the other, you know, ladies that that have been, you know, selected in the calendar? Do you know many of them? Um, I know some of them just from the local tracks around here, but it's been definitely nice to get to know other ladies from tracks I've never been to. I've never actually experienced dirt track, so I've been able to touch base with some ladies who've been racing dirt. So that's been really nice, and it's a great way to meet all the other women out there racing. Yeah, that's Absolutely. cool. That's cool. Now, uh, social media is huge these days. What do you do? Uh, or do you spend much time on social media interacting with race fans or crew? Or uh, how do you approach that? And where can fans uh, maybe, you know, introduce themselves to you or get in touch with you? Um, well, we have a new Facebook page called Adams Motorsports that I just started up. We're just new to the social media with our racing, but. Uh, yeah, you can definitely touch base with me through the Facebook page. And at the tracks, I try and make myself apparent at all the tracks. We usually travel just to Sunset, uh, Flamborough, and Sauble. But it'd be nice to make it out to Jucasa this year if we could. Yeah, that would be cool, too, uh, to see you out there on that racetrack. You'd attack it. I know you would. I love watching <laughs> you behind the wheel. Uh, ladies of the Oval, calendars, are they still available now? And how do... Uh, how do interested parties grab a calendar? So for the calendars, they are stable, still able to print them. Um, in order to print them, though, you need at least 10 or more in, to get them printed. Um, for the ladies at the Oval Decals, <clears throat> they're available year-round. You just have to contact them on their Facebook page for the just the ladies at the Oval Decals. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Uh, I know I've got ours. Now, I've got things in the studio all packed up because uh, we're going to be shutting her down here and moving on to a uh, a new spot and creating a new studio. So i got everything all packed up. But I do have my Ladies of the Oval decal and the calendar from last year. i got to work on Sam and get another one from there for this year. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I'm going to have to flip it to April and leave it there, I guess. That's right. <laughs> 
That's right. That's what a lot of people are saying, but you got to enjoy all the other ladies, too. There's so many great ones out there. That's cool. true. Yeah, absolutely. Jamie, this has been great catching up with you. Um, uh, your first race, then, is going to be at Sobel. Is that safe to say, or are you going to start earlier if you can? Oh, if we could, that would be awesome, but I'll be at Sobel for sure. Awesome. And, and that Dodge Challenger will look great out there in the hot rods. <laughs> yeah, let's see. I tried. Well, I think I, that Ford Mustang will look awesome. Yeah, that Camaro is going to be wicked. <laughs> well, you hey, never. If you guys want to send me the bodies, we'll see what we can do. Are, oh, we, are we getting warmer? Go. Are we getting warmer though? Is it like a... <laughs> sure? It's nope, one of the. Quite. It's uh, one of the big three. It's got to be. <laughs> yeah, it's either a Dodge, a Chevy, or a Ford. Well, maybe not. It could be a Toyota too. Could be right? a Plymouth. Could be a Plymouth. It well, could be, no, could be it's a, a hot Mercury. Rod. Yeah, it's a hot rod, so it has to yeah, be pre nineteen seventy. It could be a Javelin. You know, like well, there could be. There's tons of there's tons of them out there. Oh, Jamie, now there's you're so, going to have us. There's wondering. so many options. Well, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to seeing it. And uh, hats off! Congratulations to uh, to winning the Ladies of the Oval. I know you got lots of other sponsors uh, lined up as well, racing up here at Sobel. Uh, give them a hit for us. Yeah, I just uh, joined with the Pro Sport Fan Shop and uh, Rapid, or Rapid Transit Motorsports in Ownsown. Uh, I have my RT Automotive, Pinkerton's Auto Supply, and Tony Forbes Sand and Gravel, as well as Maximum ISP who have been supporting me for the last 10 years. That's well, cool. good job, kiddo. Good job. And I know we look forward to catching up with you real soon. Keep your eye on SobelSpeedway.ca. Uh, we're going to have lots of news coming up. Uh, it's just going to be another, I don't know, seven, eight days, something like that. We should hear a word. And then look out. We're going to be uh, singing like a bird. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks so much. Do me a favor. Uh, give your dad a big hug from uh, from you. Uh, I I wouldn't hug. Well, maybe I would. I'd give Steve give, a hug. Give sure, a I would. Hug. Everybody uh, does. Give your mom and dad a hug, and uh, we look forward to seeing every one of you is back at the racetrack. You have a good one. For sure, you guys too. You betcha. That is Jamie Adams. Watch for her. I don't know what she's going to be in. She, she wouldn't, wouldn't tell us. She wouldn't fess up. I mean, I mean, why wouldn't she tell us? Well, because I just want to know what kind of what kind of body style she it is. wants to keep it a secret. So rude, a secret. I know, just rude. I well, I, you know what? No one cheesy. I'm trying to think here. I, I'm trying to think too, like what it would be, like it, you know, given given Steve Adams' background, like yeah. <laughs> like I mean, it could be like a like a Monte Carlo SS or could something be. like that. Could be an SS Monte. Could Carlo. be a Malibu. Well, no, it's got to be. What is it? It's got to no, be pre seventy two or something for the Oscar hot rods. Yeah, but you can like an old Monte Carlo, right? Like a, like an old style Monte Carlo. Well, I, I don't know. I yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. throwing throwing stuff at the wall here. Yeah, no, it's gonna be amazing. I love that hot rod class. I do too. The ingenuity and the the you know the excitement level behind the class, behind the, the all the different body styles and options and all of that. Um, you know, just a, a great class. Um, I've seen lots of posts. You know, I I just seen a post. Uh, Dave Gainforth sh- shared just the other day mm. of a of a fastback Mustang, no. uh, just Beautiful. a gorgeous piece. Um, you know, just in primer right now, uh, but getting ready for paint. But uh, man, there's so many different uh, cars out there. Um, it, it's going to be really interesting to see the the on track product. You know, you had guys at the end of last year, you know, Tom Walters and, and Steve Book and all those guys um, putting on great shows out on the racetrack. And, and uh, hats off to Jamie for jumping in there. Well, lots still to come. I can tell you that. Hour two is coming up, but we got to throw it back to Toronto. 
Gets you up to date on your news and highlights. Takes 90 seconds. And then we're back for hour two. Racing Warehouse is coming up. On the other side, stay with us. We will be back. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, channel 167. Race Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel and fire suits. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. Broadcasting live from the track. We're here to get trophies. Never give up, baby. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90 is your home for all things NASCAR. The yellow lights come on. Like, oh. Everything's happening so fast. Every race. Hard contact into the safer barrier. Exclusive interviews. This is more than just a job. We don't get caught up in being famous. The only broadcasting outlet in the world delivering NASCAR 24-7, 365. Thank you, you are the man. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. Channel 90. With the two Joes here on Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167, where Canada talks. And just like that, our number two begins tonight on Race Time Radio. So, so glad you could tune in. And oh, man, have we got a second hour action packed lined up for you tonight. Uh, coming up in just a couple of seconds after, here. After we get to the other side of this guest, we got an action-packed lineup. Oh, you be nice. You be nice. <laughs> Nick Moncher from uh, Racing Warehouse is coming up in just a, just a little wee second. Uh, then we're going to hear from Brad Moran, of course, the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series uh, director. Um, so we got Brad coming up, and we're going to try and get Joe Wells the head competition director for the Arkham Menard Series. It's our yearly check-in with Joe Wells to find out how things are all shaping up for the Arca 200 that's coming up at Daytona next Saturday. And uh, that's what we got coming up for you here in Hour 2. Let's get back to the hotline and let's welcome in a good friend of Race Time Radio. He is with... Racing Warehouse. You don't know what that is? We're about to tell you exactly what it is. And uh, if you're a race fan, you need to check this out. Let's welcome in Nick Monsher. What's going on tonight there, Nicholas? How are you? Hey, Joe. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, my friend. How about you? I'm doing good, especially, you know, since you called me a good friend, and I'm sure Joe Jr., doesn't agree with that <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is man you know you, you I, I, it has it's been a while since i've seen you number one you don't come up and visit it's uh you know just the way that it is well you can't go down and exactly visit him. exactly it's because i'm i'm yeah. you know you, you know how it is you live in the great white north so i can only visit between like june and august that's right, that's <laughs> yeah. right. yeah it's kind of limited nick <laughs> you would uh, turn into a popsicle up here right now I know, I need a sled dog to get over there to you guys. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Nick, uh, uh, you've got some cool stuff happening. Of course, it, it seems like every year leading into Speed Weeks, uh, we've, we've talked to you about uh, you know a team that you're a part of or a, a, a different initiative heading down into Daytona. Uh, this year looks a little bit different for Nick Moncher, and, and uh, uh, it, it's, it's definitely exciting to watch what you guys have, have been doing. Uh, but uh, I think the fans are, are really going to get a kick out of, uh, out of the racing warehouse. 
Yeah, I mean, this is the first time in something like 14 years that I haven't uh, been starting the season off with a team. 14, 15 years, something like that. So I won't, I won't actually be at Speed Week. I'm, I'm going to be down there the week following for the road course race to help Young's Motorsports as a spotter. But uh, this year I transitioned over to the Racing Warehouse, which is a you know a full service uh, organization that basically handles race fans and race teams needs to get you know the things that people always wonder how they get them. So if a fan wants a, a sheet, piece of sheet metal or a side of a car or a hood or a bumper, a tire, you know, they come to us. And if a team wants to get rid of that stuff and they don't want it just to go to the scrapyard, uh, they call us and we'll, we'll come pick it up and take it over for them and sell it to the fans. Now, how cool is that? Whenever you talk collectibles in motorsports, um, it, it's one of those things, you know, um, uh, and you guys with Racing Warehouse, the Racing Warehouse, uh, how is it done, Nick? Like, do you, is it a website that you go to uh, with, you know, a, a selection where you can choose from different things? Do you buy it? Do you auction it? How is, uh, how do you figure it all out? Option C, all the above. <laughs> so we, uh, Eric Lawson formed the company about just over 10 years ago. Uh, as a fan, just totally as a fluke thing, and it never really became a full-time thing until just a couple of years ago, um, where he was just buying and selling, you know, hoods and doors and bumpers just for fun, really. And, you know, now it's a full-blown warehouse in Gastonia, North Carolina, where fans can actually come. We, we typically get fans visiting us every day. Uh, we have a staff there on hand, and uh, we run everything through our website, theracingwarehouse.com, um, as well as our Facebook page, if you look at look up the Racing Warehouse, you'll find our public page. But on that public page, you'll also see an option to join our private group, which has something like 25,000 members in it. And there is where we'll you know, typically release all of our new stuff as we post it to the website. People can see it. We'll do live auctions, which we just did one last week with Christian Eckes and uh, Tyler Mon, who's going to be Casey Kane, or not Casey Kane, excuse me, <laughs> going to be Kyle Larson's spotter. Um, they came into the shop. We did a Facebook Live interview with them, and then we did live auctions for about two hours after that. Um, and we typically do one of one of those about once a month, and then we'll also do auctions, at, you know, two or three times a week there, where we'll post an item up for bid, and you just bid right in the comment section. And uh, then you, when we check out, we check out through the website. And, um, we also have an eBay page, pretty pretty big eBay page. Um, and, and through eBay, it allows us to ship internationally. So we can ship to Canada. We ship to Canada quite regularly. Uh, actually, Joe Jr. just bought something from us, so it should be arriving soon. And we shipped to Australia, to Sweden, to Germany. We've, we've been all over the place the last couple months. Like I was telling Joe Jr. the other day, we actually shipped a whole sprint car wing off a 410 Casey Kane Racing sprint car down to Australia last year, as well as a couple noses off cup cars. So if, if you guys want it, we can get it to you. That's really cool. How cool is that? I, I follow the private group, and, and Eric does a great job. I, I know a couple of the other employees do, like, Facebook Lives uh, throughout the week, um, you know, and they, they kind of walk through the shop, and they walk through the new stuff that you guys find. Because, really, the neat part is is the deliveries changed so quickly in NASCAR today that, really, a, a guy that's driving a really cool car 
you know, this Saturday, uh, they're going to cut it apart on Monday and, and, you know, there's going to be a different car on the racetrack. Um, it, it seems like you guys really find you guys go into the nooks and crannies of the sport, not just the, the team shop, but you, you find the old stuff as well. And, and, you know, a couple of panels that stand out to me, uh, Brian Clausen, of course, a, a massive name, you know, within, within the sport, um, you guys found a, a Chip Ganassi body, uh, basically the sides and the, the roof section, if I'm not mistaken, um, you know, of, of Brian Clausen's car. And, and, you know, you've got some Dale Earnhardt hoods and you've got some, some really neat stuff that, that really the, the only place to find it is through the racing warehouse. So uh, and then but it's not only just the sheet metal, um, you know, on, on the Facebook video that stands out to me. Um, you know, there, there was a, a box that you guys were going through and, and it had like the Madagascar wig that Jimmy Johnson wore in victory lane oh, and, really? and like, uh, champagne bottles from where they've won at, uh, you know, the all-star race or, you know, it just right down to pit crew gloves and, and things like that. Um, really there's a, a mixture of everything, but it's all behind the scenes stuff. It's not what you get at a souvenir trailer. It's, it's what you get if you're an actual crew member or a driver, uh, or a sponsor of a team, uh, and you guys, you guys uh, go ahead and retail it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we really pride ourselves on, on trying to get to those nooks and crannies and trying to you know find the stuff that no one else can. I mean, we work with a lot of teams. You know, we we sell for a lot of teams, and it, like you said, it's not just their sheet metal. I'd say probably about seventy five percent of our sheet metal comes from teams. But then we also do their their apparel. We do all their race day shirts that you see the picture guys wearing. We and their fire suits and their helmets and their shoes. And we'll bring all that back in, and we'll turn that around and sell it. Um, we do private collections, like we did Kenny Schrader's private collection from basically his man cave, uh, where he wanted to downsize. We, we took that in, and we'll flip that around, and then we'll turn it around for the guys. And just you know, like that that Brian Clawson collection that uh, you were talking about, we were actually out going to RCR and KBM and front row that day, and uh, we swung by. Uh, a different shop, and there was a guy there, and he's like, you know, I got a bunch of stuff from when I worked at Ganassi. I'd like you to come look at So at the very end of the day, we swung back down there, and he had four or five Brian Clawson pieces. Two of them were, were autographed. A couple of Reed Sorensen rookie pieces. and um, Just a lot of unique stuff that, you know, we never really know what we're going to get. You know, we know kind of an idea of, hey, we're going to have to go to KBM or RCR or Petty on this day, but we don't know if it's going to be a hood or if it's going to be a whole car, you know. Um, so it's been really, really different and, and really unique and fun just to see what we got. You know, last year the, the guys went up to Delaware and they came back with a whole Harry Gant car, a skull car that a guy had been collecting that he got, I believe, from Watkins Glen or something like that. And, uh, you know, he wanted to, to get rid of it. It was time to go. So we brought it, we got it authenticated, and, and then we, we sold it. And same thing with, like you said, the Dale Earnhardt hood. There was a, a bar in Daytona that had been around for years. Um, and the, it was an RCR hangout, well-known RCR hangout. And Richard and, and Will Lind and all them guys and Dale and Chocolate Myers used to take stuff to them. Um, and we, they were closing the bar down. And they called us to come help them, you know, handle that transaction. And you know, Chocolate Myers actually talked about it. And, and Eric ended up being on Angie Skinner's show with Mike, and they knew about a bunch of the pieces that we picked up, how they got there, when they got there, everything. So it's, it's really cool the backstory that you know a lot of people don't realize. We're with Nick Monster tonight, the Racing Warehouse. Uh, that's where you got to go. Uh, Nick, collectibles. Uh, well, what's hot these days? What are what, you know? What are fans sort of keying in on? 
what is one of those things that's a real hot commodity that you can get through the racing warehouse? I'd say one of the, one of our biggest things as of late has been our Hendrick Motorsports collection. Uh, by about November of, of 2020, Hendrick called us and basically said, we need you guys to come help us out. We have a lot of sheet metal that we haven't been able to sell because of COVID. <clears throat> so we went, and uh, it was four or five trailer loads full of stuff. So we ended up with Jimmy Johnson and Chase Elliott and, and all the guys, Bowman and Byron and stuff. And uh, we actually had to get a 80-foot storage pod just to help keep it all stored up. And then uh, and shortly after that, well, just two weeks after that, we got a call from Penske. And uh, so that just, you know, boomed our business right off the bat. Got all the Penske door panels. And, uh, you know, we've just been slowly chipping away away at that. And we're in the, uh, the die-cast market now. Uh, Doug Connor, who's probably the world's biggest Kyle Busch fan, he passed away last year. And through Kyle and KBM and Doug's family, we actually took the whole collection back and are reselling it. And his die-cast collection is unreal. It's a bunch of prototypes and one-off stuff that you know Lionel and Action did for Kyle or for Danica Patrick and Chase Elliott and um, all the way down to you know our, our crew suits we have a ton of fire suits that we do for different teams and we sell them to, to drivers we take all the ones that are SFI still in date clean them up and we'll have dirt track drivers from all over North Carolina all over the U.S. really they'll call and order a suit and that way they can have a two-piece suit for a fraction of the cost and you know keep themselves safe and then you know, things like Kenny Schrader's driver suits or Joe Nemechek's driver suits that we got in that are more of a collector, and people will go put them in shadow boxes. So we, we have all that kind of stuff. It's really unique. And like Joe said, we, we end up with champagne bottles and mini trophies. And you name it, if it's, if it's a unique item, we probably have it or had had it. How cool is that? Now, how about special orders? Say I was a... Uh... I don't know, like a, a fan of a certain driver, and I really wanted something unique. Could I contact you guys and uh, maybe put a special order in? Yeah, we, we've had people call and say, you know, I really want to try to get this. Um, obviously, with the sheet metal, it's a little bit harder. You know, we may be able to get said driver, but we may not be able to get said paint scheme that you're looking after. Um, obviously, you know, just depends on who cut it off, when it got cut off, if it got cut off, etc. But... We work, we work with our fans a lot. You know, we talk to, we have like a 100% response rate on our Facebook Messenger. Everybody that works there, you know, has the app on their phone and has it on their computer screen at work. And, um, you know, they call, text, Facebook message us, whatever it may be. We try to get them an answer within 15 minutes, uh, even if it's, you know, we have to look into it some more. And, uh, you know, some things that people have really been interested in, I was doing a lot of mystery boxes where we'll have set prices on Nope. Where'd you go, Nick? Oh, we lost, we lost Nick. Okay. He, we, he lives in Statesville, right? So it's, <laughs> it's called Sell Hell. Okay. I'm going to have to drop it off. I'm going to have to drop it off, see if we can reestablish a connection with Nick. Uh, That's we, funny. We, yeah, we're getting close to wrapping up there. But how cool is that? The Racing Warehouse is the name. Uh, and you can just find it online, right? Yeah, uh, yeah now, definitely. You, what did you buy? So I'm I'm a oil salesman for a company called Certified Labs, and um, I deal with uh, a tremendous amount of Sunbelt rentals um, across Ontario. And uh, there was some Sunbelt rental uh, 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 
crew uniforms from the um, Michael Sell, or sorry, from the Drew Dollar uh, Venturini race team uh, from the uh, the the Arca series last year. Right, and uh, so there was some Sunbelt. Uh, crew uniforms. Uh, I ordered a couple of those for novelties for my customers that that are the general managers of the Sunbelt stores. So um, it's pretty cool. You know, there's there's tons of stuff like that. Uh, you know, for corporate gifts and stuff like that. Um, you know, there's there's lots of those sponsors that are out there, um, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you know, it's it's a piece of of racing history. Um, that's the neatest part about it. It's not just a thing that you go to the store to get. Uh, you know, it's something that's uh, that that's really special. Oh yeah, unique, uh, unique Very to say unique. the least. We got Nick Moncher back with us on the hotline. Talking there. about mystery boxes while he's talking into a mystery box of a cell phone that well, doesn't have any reception. That one. Here, <laughs> we Could couldn't you? hear you, though. I don't know you why we couldn't hear I, you, brother. I know. I, uh, I blame international tensions at the border. Uh, that's maybe right. that's what it was. Right. Uh, somebody, <laughs> in, in, incredible. Talking talking about mystery boxes, though. Um, the mystery boxes, uh, everybody's seen the YouTube you know, uh, and, and Facebook, uh, mystery boxes, uh, mystery box openings. Uh, there's, there's lots of those types of videos, but you guys offer those, uh, specifically for race fans. Yeah, we do. And, uh, it's, it's really taken off. We did it just, you know, we have a bunch of surplus of shirts or small sheet metal items, whatever. Um, so we just started doing them, you know, 125 bucks, buy a mystery box, tell us your shirt size, tell us your favorite driver. We'll try to, you know, tailor it to that. And it, it blew up. We sold out every time we put them on there. We actually put a bunch on there today, and they sold out. And then we'll also do mystery box auctions where we'll start them, you know, $10, and the higher the bid, the better, you know, the box is going to be. And I, we've seen boxes go upwards of $300. You know, we'll throw in some die casts, some autograph pieces, and there hasn't been a complaint yet. We, You know, we typically have people throw their mystery box items up on our facebook group and the private group and kind of show off what they've gotten and we really try to custom tailor as best we can to everybody and you know it's it's a family-oriented business and we try to you know include everybody that you know buy from us as part of that family and really take care of everybody and you know try to get them something very unique that they can't go buy at a walmart or or something like that you know they can't even go into the most of these teams and buy it so it, it's a really cool concept and it works really well for everybody exactly nick uh, if there's one thing that's uh, y- you get one thing out of out of the racing warehouse that's the coolest thing that stands out to you what is it right now oh boy um <laughs> that's right a vi- now it's probably the, the sign the north wilkesboro sign off of the flag stamps in the last race Wow. Oh, that is cool. Do you got stuff like that there, too, that's track-related? Yes, we have a lot of – we get track-related stuff. We we have old-time stuff. We have current stuff. Like I say, it's not just sheet metal. Sheet metal makes up a big, you know, portion of our deal, but we get signage from tracks. We get pit wall banners. We get pit box signs. Uh, I mean, if you can think of it, we've got – like I said, we've gotten trophies before. We've gotten awards and plaques and um, autographed items. Pit crew items. It, it, it the opportunity. Is, you know, everything is limitless because we work with a lot of teams. Well, we work with a lot of crew guys. Work with a lot of pit crew guys, and you know they'll bring us all their stuff as they're cleaning out their house or downsizing or switching teams. And so it gives us an opportunity to take it and you know let the fans have kind of a glimpse into their world and, and own some of that piece of history. Oh, that's too cool. Nick, this has been great catching up with you. I know fans are going to be interested in it. Uh, And it's the Racing Warehouse 
Uh, and, you know, they can go on there and have a look at the inventory, also get involved with auctions and so on. And, uh, Nick, this has been great catching up with you. I know we don't spend enough time together, and we got to get you back up here uh, at some point. You get up here and collect some of that NASCAR Pinty stuff and get it on the racing warehouse. I've told Junior to, to start hoarding it up, and when we come up to CTMP, I'm going to be up there with Young spotting. Maybe we'll bring some of it back and, and try to sell some of it for you guys because, I mean, even the Arca stuff and the, the Cars Tour stuff and Super Late Model stuff that we get, it, it sells right away. You know, there really is a butt for every seat, so it's, it's been a lot of fun. We don't cut body panels off up here. We, we reuse them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But look, we, we, buy, we even get Arca body panels from Ben Reedy, so we buy them a from point where you just can't reuse them anymore. That's right. We that's buy right. them from you and put them on up here as new. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if people did that. <laughs> Nick, this has been great catching up with you, bud. You take it easy, and uh, thanks so much for the time tonight on Race Time. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Everybody go check out the racingwarehouse.com. There you go. That's Nick Moncher, and I know fans are going to be doing it. we got to hit this break. When we come back, Brad Moran, director for the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. He's getting that series all ready to go for Daytona. Coming up. Next Friday night, we'll check in with Brad on the other side of the break. Hey, race fans, this is Ernie Irvin. You're listening to Race Time Radio. You're listening to Canada Talks. On Sirius XM, channel 167. Race Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn, Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel and fire suits. Mad Dog Sports Radio is opinionated, passionate sports talk with a bite from the hijinks of the morning man. I bet your parents do it too. They go big bulk shopping. Hey, sir. I got 50 jars of duck sauce. To the insight of Adam Shine. Bill Belichick is the best coach in the history of sports. Not NFL. Sports. And the animated energy <laughs> of the Mad Dog himself, Mad Dog. Christopher Russo. It's the channel to talk about your favorite sports team. Mad Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82, or anytime on the Sirius XM app. Rev TV is Canada's own motorsports network, featuring live races and rallies from around the world and right here at home. Rev TV is your destination for motorsports action 24-7. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. Fox News Headlines 24-7 is on Sirius XM with headlines every 15 minutes. I'm Kevin Brinkholm. I'm Therese Crowley. I'm Jim McKay. A channel that delivers your world news, business, what's trending in digital, entertainment, and sports. Your news in a way you've never heard before with headlines every 15 minutes. Fox News Headlines 24-7. All the information you need. Ready when you are. We're live from America's News Headquarters. Sirius XM Channel 115 or listen on the Sirius XM app. 
taking you all the way to the track and back. Uh, there we go. Welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio tonight on Sirius XM 10167 Canada Talks. I'm Joe Chisholm along with Junior right here in the Race Time Radio studio. We're talking Daytona International Speedway uh, with a dear friend of Race Time Radio next. Uh, he is the director of the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. When you sit back and you watch one of those uh, Camping World Truck Series races all season long, I know you enjoy them, because so do we, uh, watching those truck races, and, you know, you sit back and you think, wow, think of somebody that, that, that puts all this stuff together and actually keeps all these guys uh, from, you know, from, from doing what they do and, uh, you know, getting them into the right place at the right time. Well, that guy happens to be the series director, uh, and his name is Brad Moran. We got him live on the hotline with us. What's going on tonight there, Bradley? How you doing? Not bad. How's uh, how's Joe and Joe doing? Uh, we're doing fantastic. How could we not? Right, Daytona is right around the corner. It's uh, next weekend. You're going to be a busy, busy dude. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're excited for it. Uh, the RV's loaded up. I'll be heading out the door around six o'clock tomorrow morning, uh, driving down, and uh, excited to get there. You know, to start the season off with back-to-back Daytona races. Uh, it couldn't be more exciting. Uh, ben Kennedy and and his group just put together an awesome 2021 schedule. You know, four road courses, two dirt races, including Bristol. I mean, we we got a uh, we got everything laid out to be a pretty exciting season. Talk about a diversified season, right? The NASCAR Camping World Truck Series is doing it again. Uh, you guys expanding it out, hitting all those different types of racing uh, venues. Uh, Brad, it's truly exciting and really going to reach more race fans than probably ever before with the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. This is going to be cool. Yeah, we're, uh, we're you know we're looking forward to it. We've uh, we've increased the field size on our qualifying races. You know, due to COVID after our second race there in 2020, uh, we had all non-qualifying events. Uh, we increased the field to 40 for those events. We'll continue that uh, in 2021. And when we qualify, uh, we increase the field from 32 to 36. And if it gets canceled for any reason, uh, it'll be a 40-truck field. It looks like we got 46 ready to go to Daytona. So we're, uh, we're stacked and ready to go. Unreal. I can't wait for things to get underway at Daytona. Uh, now, got to ask you, you know, COVID is still around. Of course, very predominant. Uh, it, everything is starting to, you know, get a little bit better, but we're still not there yet. The vaccines all need to be rolled out more. Uh, what's it going to look like for Daytona? Is there going to be fans in the stands or are you guys going to have to go this one alone again? No, I think it, you know. Again, it is getting better. Um, you know, it couldn't happen soon enough, but we're uh, we're definitely making up some ground. We just have to continue to do that. We've got a lot of restrictions in place from last year. Um, you know, as far as uh, Daytona, they will have uh, campers in the infield, which will be nice to see. Uh, there'll be fans in the in the grandstands, but you know, at a at a, at a lesser capacity, obviously, for all three uh, races for the weekend. So you know we're getting there, Joe. But yeah, we're not. Uh, it's not behind us yet. But we're uh, we're pushing hard. We hope to be able to entertain all the fans on on TV and the ones that can make it to the track, and you know get uh, get this year rolling. And hopefully by uh, by the summer things uh, 
things even start to get a little better for everybody. Yeah, no doubt. A lot better this year uh, than, you know, really the kickoff that we had last year uh, at Daytona and for every race thereafter. Uh, for all intents and purposes, 2021 should be uh, a whole lot better than 2020 ever was, uh, you know, going to be. Uh, this is really going to be exciting. But, Brad, uh, there's no doubt with you guys going back-to-back at Daytona, you're going to do the, uh, of course, the big super speedway, and then you're going to do a road course race. Uh, that is going to be something to see, but there's no doubt it's two different trucks, right? It's not the same truck that they're going to be using for both races, uh, what are the what's the team response been uh, to running back to back at Daytona? It's got to be good news, but they're going to have oh, to bring yeah. down. I mean, uh, they love it when we when we got the uh, you know we got the Daytona Road Course on the schedule last year. We got pretty excited about it. Obviously, we we missed uh, being in Canada, Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, and for them to uh, you know to get out and go to the Daytona Road Course, it was a, it was a great race. I watched the tapes over the weekend, both on the oval and the road course, and both of them were just spectacular races and obviously with no practice or qualifying on the road course that was a little bit uh, intimidating going in wondering what we were going to get out of it with those trucks on on that racetrack for the first time under green um, but it was an awesome show and the, the drivers do such a good job the teams are so professional in the truck series I mean no matter what you throw at them they just they go to work they work hard and uh, you know they're dedicated and they figure it out so uh, we're excited. The teams are excited. Uh, three Canadians going to be in the field, which is pretty neat uh, for all the uh, folks up north with Stuart Friesen, um, you know, second year with his new team, and they've been working real hard. I'm sure uh, they're going to they're going to they learned a lot from last year doing everything on their own. And Lassard obviously will win at Talladega, uh, third place at Daytona Road Course last year, and and uh, Jason White from uh, BC there come out and got a top ten at the Daytona Oval. So. That's a pretty cool story as well, uh, going into the Daytona weekends. Yeah, one hundred percent. Very cool. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely excited to see, you know, everything transpire down there. There's the Speed Week is definitely a, a different feel, right? Back to back weekends. You know, you're you're going to spend lots of time down in Daytona, uh, Brad. Of course, lots of negatives came from COVID, but but the amount of positives that we're seeing in the motorsports community is staggering. There's a tremendous amount of positives happening. Uh, you know, from the looking at the schedule, uh, you know, of the truck series, not only the truck series, but across the, the big four in, in NASCAR with the ARCA series being included in that, uh, the amount of, of changes that we've seen uh, that, have, that have both, you know, been out of necessity but also out of innovation uh, has, been, has been really exciting. Do you think that that we would have got such a neat schedule, a neat looking schedule, if COVID wasn't here? Well, there were changes coming. I, I don't really know if we would have seen. We definitely wouldn't have seen some of the formats uh, that we had. There's no doubt that. You know, if you ever told a race team, you know, before 2020 that we were going to go out with no practice and throw the green flag first time out with uh, 18 rookies in the field and. Yeah, no, they they would uh, they would certainly give you some answers you wouldn't want to hear. But, uh, you know, again, it was it was done for necessity. We had to shorten our times at the racetrack. We had a lot of restrictions. It was what we had to do to keep the industry alive and strong. Uh, and they all realized that, and we just got to work and made it happen. And 
you know, so it's definitely changed the way we did business and the, you know, the schedules, Ben, Ben Kenny's been working hard on them. I think we're, you know, we've obviously seen more changes than ever, especially even in the cup series uh, and, and in all the series. So that was coming and, and I think that's going to continue. So, but COVID, uh, you know, unfortunately, the, as crazy as it is, it forced us to do some things, and we learned a lot from last year as well. Absolutely. So now 2021, uh, are, are we going to see, like as we get into things here, are we going to see more practice sessions for the truck series before they race, or are we going to see anything different that way? Or are you guys going to start it out? Now, I know at Daytona you're going to have some practice, or at least I think you are. Um, but what's it going to look like after you leave Daytona? Yeah, so, so what it's going to look like, and I don't think it'll change uh, probably for the entire year, but we are practicing qualifying at Daytona. Uh, like I mentioned, the, the field uh, size has been increased. If qualifying gets canceled, we'll go back to 40. We'll be doing qualifying heats of or qualifying uh, races of some sort at the Bristol Dirt Race, and we'll be practicing. Uh, and then we'll go to Coda, uh, the Circuit of the Americas. Uh, we'll be going there, doing a practice and a qualifying there. And at Charlotte on uh, the Oval, we'll practice and qualify. Nashville, we'll practice and qualify. And we'll go to Knoxville on the dirt. Again, do a practice and some sort of qualifying format. More than likely qualifying races there. And then no more practice and qualifying until we get to our championship race in Phoenix. That's the way the schedule's set right now. And, you know, um, last year things changed. And, you know, they could change any, any minute. But that is our plan going in. And we probably won't, wouldn't add anything to that. I mean, unless you know, real miracles happen. And uh, but that's kind of what our plan is going into start the season. Absolutely. So now, practice. When you say a practice, is it one practice, or is it that day where you're going to get a couple of sessions? Yeah, most of our practices will, from this point on, be one practice. We only had two 55-minute practice sessions uh, pre-COVID, and we will. Uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll probably not get back to there. You know, definitely not till 2022. And even after that, it would you know probably be some pretty big discussions if we need to practice sessions or not. Again, we've we've learned uh, quite a bit from 2020 and uh, seen what the teams need and and don't need and how much it costs and backup vehicles and you know just a lot of uh, additional expenses and. You know, we've become a little more efficient, and we'll, you know, we'll probably continue. And if we practice, it would, it'll probably be, you know, one long practice on the dirt. There would be two, but but on most uh, on most asphalt tracks, uh, we'll we'll probably end up landing on one practice session. Now, qualifying at Daytona for next Friday's race, uh, will it be single truck run, or is it going to be group? Yeah, it'll be single truck. It'll be single truck on the super speed like we've done before. Uh, it'll be one lap, or one lap, one one uh, timed lap only. Uh, you know, we'll release them quick, so you'll see more than one track, one truck on the track at a time, uh, kind of like we were doing, trying to, um, you know, try to shorten the windows for TV and so on. So it goes really quick. It'll happen fast, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get the top uh, 36 out of them and five provisionals, and that'll be uh, that'll be it. That'll be the field, hopefully set, ready to go. And like I said, if we uh, if we do run into any issues with weather or what have you, uh, we will go to 40, and that that field would be set. Um, that field would be set to top 35 from the 2020 owner points, and then there'd be five provisionals to fill out the, ba- the balance of the uh, field 
if we happen to get into that position. Always exciting at Daytona. I love watching the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. Brad, you do a tremendous job with this series each and every year. Uh, what's what's the rookie lineup look like for this year's race uh, next Friday night? How many rookies you got coming out in the field? Uh, I was hoping you'd ask. I don't, I don't have a I don't have a, a full entry list yet because it's all being done as we speak. Right. But I mean, you know, we got you know this is Zane Smith, Chandler Smith, Carson Hokavar, well-known late ball boy coming out. Um, the the field is going to be stacked, and and then of course we got all our veterans with with Enfinger and Crafton and Austin Hill and Ben Rhodes, and you know again uh, John Hunter Nemechuk uh, is coming back full time to the trucks to run for Kyle Busch Motorsports, and as uh, most of you can remember, you remember some of the finishes he had. I mean, great competitor, full time, out to win a championship. So the uh, you know the the list is just going to be incredible when it comes out. Hopefully it'll be out tomorrow. Um, Timothy Peters is coming back full time. So nice. We'll uh, we'll have quite a quite a field ready to go for Daytona. And no pesky Kyle Busch gonna pop in at Daytona, right? He's gonna stay over in that Cup garage where he belongs. <laughs> uh, you can't, nah, you can't do that. We, he, he likes to come and set the bar. Uh, you know, funny enough, our our drivers and, and team owners love it when he comes over and competes because you know when he's out there, you know you've got the best. And, Absolutely. Uh, he certainly uh, he certainly sets the bars, and, and if you're gonna you know if you're gonna beat him, you have to have everything right. You you have to do everything right. You're, he makes up so much time just on the pit stops alone. I mean, the guy is so talented, and he really does uh, raise the bar for everybody when he comes out. But uh, you can bet we'll see him out at some point. But no, he will not be uh, he will not be at Daytona. <laughs> and that's just incredible. I know. Well, it's kind of cool when he does show up, right, Brad? Uh, he gets everybody talking. He usually pisses off a bunch of people enough that they put a bounty out there and throw extra money at it, and all of us win. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, and like I say, our competitors they love it because they want to beat the best. And you know that that uh, to beat uh, Kyle Busch, I'll tell you, you have to be on your game in the trucks. He's he's uh, got dialed in, but he he can be beat. It's been proven. But boy, last year he was pretty uh, he was pretty hot. So. Uh, I'm sure when he comes out, everybody will be fired up, ready to go. That's for sure. Well, I can tell you, uh, most years, and I wouldn't doubt this year is going to be uh, the same, uh, every year that I've been down at Daytona, now I'm not going to be there, of course, this year, but every year, uh, you know, I come away and I say the same thing. The truck race was the best race of the the, the whole week down there. Uh, love watching the, the Camping World trucks. I know we're far enough out from uh, Canadian Tire Motorsport Park just yet. Uh, but what's the talk been like? I know a lot of things have got to go right in order for that race to be pulled off on Labor Day. But uh, I guess what's the talk been about that race coming up the Silverado 250 weekend? Yeah, um, it, you know, I mean, it wouldn't be on the schedule if we didn't think it could happen. Uh, There's a lot of things that happened last year that people, you know, thought might, would, would, you know, never had an opportunity to happen, and they did. Um so our plans are to go to Canada and be there Labor Day race, Labor Day weekend uh, racing our trucks uh, on the road course. So um, we hope that every, everything gets a little better in both countries. I mean, obviously, I, I hear a lot of what's going on uh, from uh, all my Canadian uh, friends and family up there. And uh, we've got a lot of work to do here in the U.S., but we're working on it. And I know the Canadians are working on it. So hopefully, you know, come August, things are in a position where uh, – where we're, we're in a much better 
another place, and uh, we make that trip and get in and get out and put on a great show for everybody. So as of right now, uh, that's uh, that's the plan, going to uh, going to Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, and our teams love going. Uh, it's a great event. They want to be there, so we certainly hope that uh, that we can make it happen this year. We missed it last year, that's for sure. Oh, man, we missed you guys coming up. It's always an action-packed event uh, that's something that fans do not want to miss here in Canada. Uh, their only opportunity to see the Camping World Truck Series north of the border, uh, CTMP, the Silverado 250, uh, makes the highlight reels every single year uh, when the trucks come up here. And I know uh, that it'll be no different this year. Uh, it'll be the highlight package again. will feature something from CTMP. Um, I, I kind of like the chances of it this year, Brad. Uh, by the sounds of things, of course, I'm watching uh, the news every single day to fun- try and find out a little bit more on what we're going to see up here. I kind of, uh, I kind of figure that the uh, vaccine is going to start flying pretty good in the month of March and into April. I wouldn't doubt we're going to be all set by uh, by the time August rolls around to uh, roll those trucks here in Canada, put them together with the NASCAR Penny Series, and. Uh, we'll all be in for a dynamite weekend. Uh, good luck at Daytona. Uh, I know we're going to be, you know, watching. Uh, Junior and I are going to be glued to the tube uh, and watching every single lap you guys are doing down there, uh, not only on the on the big track, but also the road course to follow it up. Uh, it's going to be dynamite. We thank you so much for the time tonight, Brad. Well, hey, guys, thank you. I appreciate all your support and uh Really hope we can we can put on an awesome show for everybody uh, watching it at home, and we you know we're gonna miss you not being there. Uh, yeah, we love having you guys uh, you know come down and visit us in Daytona, but stay safe. Uh, have your TV uh, TV set dialed in and tuned up, and uh, hopefully we put on a heck of a show for everybody at home watching. And remember, it's five dollars every time you call it the Gander. The Gander Truck Series. It's $5. Yeah, well, I just got to go back to what it originally was. So we're back to the Camping World Truck Series. And, uh, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll, have to, uh, I'll have to keep that in mind. But at least it's, uh, it's kind of going back to what it was before. So Marcus Limonis and, and all his group, you know, all the great support and great sponsors we have. Uh, we're just set for a real good year. We got the trip races. You know, you can win a half a million. Uh, Sheldon Creek got 150, and he was one win away from a half a million at Darlington and Coda and Charlotte. Uh, you know, just another great uh, added feature for our truck teams. And uh, it's just going to be an exciting year. You can feel it in the air. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's going to be dynamite. I'll tell you what, I, I just got through, uh, you know, I finally got the, 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 the Craftsman Truck Series out of my brain. And, <laughs> uh, and now I'm back to Camping World. I'm all set. That's uh, fantastic news. It's going to be a good year. Perfect. Brad, thanks so much for the time. Be safe down there, buddy. Have a good one. Oh, well, thank you, guys. Enjoy and uh, pleasure talking. Thanks for having us on, and thanks for all the fans for all your support. That is Brad Moran, the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. Going to go green next Friday night under the lights of Daytona. Man, Junior, I'm telling you, it's going to be the race of speed weeks. I got a funny feeling. Yeah, for sure. I think it will be. Um, I, to be honest with you, I think that the the race of Speed Weeks this year is going to look a little bit different because the clash is on that road course. And, well, that's and true, too. The clash, yeah. the clash being on the road course for the first time, they're changing it up. You know, it seemed like every year they would change the model and change how you get into it and change all the different things that you could change with it. 
it did get a little bit stale, you know, over the past couple of years. It's well, it's always been good. Searching for something different. It's always right? been good. Yeah. But but uh, you know, I, I think that seeing them on the road course is going to look totally different. I think they're going to put on a whale of a show. Um, it, I think that that the excitement level for me is is seeing the clash on that road course. Um, but that being said, the the truck race will be a barn burner, and <laughs> it will is. it will likely end up being the best we- race of the weekend. Yeah, can't wait to find out. We'll find out everything. Uh, so exciting! Now uh, we're gonna hit this final break. When we come back, we hope to have Joe Wells, competition director for ARCA Menard Series. Uh, we're going to talk Daytona again. The ARCA 200 coming up. We'll check in with the uh, with Joe Wells next here on Race Time. Hey, race fans. Donald Chisholm from Riverside Speedway in Nova Scotia, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. your race fix anytime online www.racetimeradio.com also available on facebook just search race time radio and as always you can drop us an email info at racetimeradio.com from two wheels to four and so much more rev tv also features exclusive live race series up-to-date news coverage documentaries how-to programs and so much more Rev TV offers you the best seat in the house to feel the rush. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Is it your job to light the fire, the campfire, or maybe you're like me and you heat your home with wood? You need to use a quick wick. These fire starters work. No paper or kindling and presto, your fire is going every time. No toxic fumes, just warm, enjoyable flames. You can get them online. Go to quickwick.com. Quickwick, they work. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. Broadcasting live from the track. We're here to get trophies. Never give up, baby. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90 is your home for all things NASCAR. The yellow lights come on. Oh. Everything's happening so fast. Every race. Hard contact into the safer barrier. Exclusive interviews. This is more than just a job. We don't get caught up in being famous. The only broadcasting outlet in the world. Delivering NASCAR 24-7, 365. Thank you, you are the man. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. Channel 90. Race Time Radio is fueled by BP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Race Time Radio is back. And once again, Joe Chisholm.
Welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. Man, you want to talk about time going fast. I cannot believe how fast the clock is moving here tonight. Uh, but let's welcome our next guest in. It's our yearly discussion, a little bit later than normal. Uh, we don't normally put this much pressure on Joe Wells, the competition director for the Arkham Menard series, but uh, w- why not do it, right? We got Joe on the hotline. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing quite well, Joe. I hope all is well with you. Oh, you want to believe it, my friend. Uh, talk about a change in uh, scheduling and a change in plans. Man, oh, man, is it going to be an exciting Saturday next week uh, with the ARCA Series going to hit Daytona. Normally, we see the ARCA Series uh, the week before the Daytona 500. Now you're the day before the Daytona 500. Uh, it doesn't get any more exciting than what we're going to see this coming weekend, bud. You're absolutely right. There's going to be a lot of racing going on uh, this coming week, and uh, uh, those that are thirsty for racing is, you know, they're going to be able to get their fix uh, in a hurry in uh, one week's time. <laughs> I would say so, man. Uh, you guys did a lot of practicing down there a couple of weeks ago. Now, uh, lots of cars showed up, lots of drivers out there. How did the practice all go? Looks looked pretty good on uh, online from what I could see. But how was it right there? It was. Uh, it, it, everything went well. Uh, no major incidents, and uh, you know, for for a number of these drivers, they've never experienced drafting before. Of course, that's what the test is all about, uh, to get these young drivers uh, the feeling what it's going to feel like when you get a full field of cars out there and uh, go do some racing. You just don't get that uh, same experience when you're running a quarter or a half mile that you do a big uh, speedway like Daytona when, you, when the air really uh, means a lot to your performance. So uh, it went real well. We had... Uh, uh, a lot of drafting throughout the uh, two-day test. Uh, uh, they were testing my nerves because uh, <laughs> you hate you hate when they get three wide during the race. And they were practicing uh, a few weeks ago like it was a race. They went three wide. And, uh, I didn't think I could hold my breath that long, but uh, <laughs> uh, I came out of it okay. So, oh, so did everybody else. That's good. That's that's always important when the director of competition's up there holding his breath. Uh, I can't imagine what's going on inside those cars, but you know what, Joe? If they don't do it in practice, that's usually if they wait until the race to do it and they wad them up, that's usually why, right? Absolutely, absolutely, because they, they, they feel things or the car does things that they never experienced before, and, and unfortunately, uh, when they feel a car move, they're going to want to, overcorrect and that's when problems start so yeah uh, and you so can, it, was, it was great you can tell them you can try and explain it to them you can try and do whatever showing them on you know show them on a uh, on a drop down sheet you can do whatever but there's nothing like the experience of going out there feeling the draft and just when they think they got it all figured out uh then the wind kicks up and it changes the whole game once again Absolutely, absolutely. It's amazing how much uh, uh, that wind uh, uh, affects the cars. Uh, you, know, you know, when you're running into it and running with it, and uh, uh, it's great that they have the opportunity to experience it. And uh, hope they have good memories uh, when we come back uh, after we get down there uh, racing Saturday. 
Absolutely. Joe, uh, you know, we're, we're still relatively fresh in the grand scheme of things of the, the combination of the, you know, the, the amalgamation, I guess you could say, of the, the K&N West series and, and the ARCA series. Uh, looking at, at, you know, obviously everything that happened last year, it, it, you know, COVID put a damper on everything, but the racing series itself uh, really got after it. And you guys got a, a stellar season under, under your belts. Looking at yeah. at twenty twenty one heading into it, um, how is everything going? Is it going as planned when when you look at the actual competition related items and and on on that front to follow up with that is is everything is is there anything to look forward to on the change side of things or or is everything going the way that you want it? Well. To, to start out with, uh, as far as it affecting the competition, um, the healthy teams are, are, are still strong. Uh, the mid-tier and the uh, lesser-funded teams uh, are really feeling the brunt of, of the uh, COVID pandemic. Uh, and unfortunately, last year it, it showed in our car count. They were low, uh, but we did have some good events, uh, even with the low car count. Uh, some good, strong competition uh, throughout each race. Uh, so that was good. And uh, we, we're seeing a little a bit of a rebound for Daytona. We've got a higher car count than what we've had the last two years, uh, which is a good sign. Uh, and, and so, you know, with that being said, uh, we hope that it just carries out throughout the year. Uh, I, I feel that the number of phone calls people showing interest in the series, whether it's the main series or the East or the West. And uh, unfortunately, it just comes down to money and uh, to come and, and play. And uh, I have some people uh, that are close but just didn't get quite enough together in the bucket to come down here. But uh, they're going to try and uh, do some other races uh, throughout the season. Uh, so, so that's that in a nutshell it is where we're at with the competition side uh i'm, I'm pleased with the uh, with the results of, of uh blending the three groups together if you will uh with the rules package uh, i don't think that can really do much more to make anything more even uh, uh across the whole schedule on average so that's good uh the the covid uh 19 protocol that we have to follow certainly has modified the look of race week, if you will, or race weekend. Uh, some of it's good, some of it's bad, uh, in my opinion. Uh, you know, the upside, you can get done in a day where it used to be two and three days, so in theory, you can get home a little bit uh, more often, but uh, they're awful busy days, and uh, I'm just a little old school in the fact that I, I just like to uh, see our guys because in, in a number of cases, these bigger tracks, it's the first time I see them. Uh, I feel more comfortable. They get a little more practice than uh, uh, what they're getting or just showing up and we go racing. But uh, uh, everybody's adapted to it pretty well. Uh, certainly a lot more paperwork involved in, to go racing than uh, what used to be, but uh, uh, don't mind, uh, in the work if we can go racing that's that's a at the end of the day that's what we're here for so, uh, we're of a 
Joe Wells, the competition director for the Arkham Menard Series, getting ready for Daytona next Saturday. Joe, what's the rookie crop look like for next Saturday's race? Is it, uh, uh, we've seen it before where it's 50-50. You got veterans out there and about half the field is rookies. What's it look like this year? When we're running probably about the same course, Joe. It, it's, it's about the same, uh, about a 50-50 mix. Um, like I say, before, uh, in most cases, before these uh, any of these drivers can move up to the uh, truck series or Xfinity, they have to uh, show everybody what they can do on the big tracks and, and, and where the playground they come and, and play in. Uh, and, and that's okay. Uh, in a lot of cases, uh, the rookies uh, are pretty respectful of, of the track, especially once they get through the, the two-day test uh, that we have that they're required to come down. It's, uh, it gives them a whole different outlook, a whole different perspective on the place. And, uh, it gets their attention. Oh, yeah. Would it ever get their attention? The goosebumps. I know, uh, speaking with Bobby Gerhardt a few years ago, and I said, Bobby, what was it like the first time you went to Daytona? Uh, and, uh, you know, you went down there for your first race. He said, I'll tell you what, I remember going under, uh, going through the tunnel and uh, coming up on the other side. He said, I got goosebumps. And he said, you know what? Today, I still get the same feeling when I go into that racetrack. Uh, you know, and look at the career he had, the number of wins he had at Daytona. He was the man to beat there for a lot of years. Uh, him and guys like Frank Kimmel and, oh, the list is long of accomplished racers uh, that, you know, we've seen come through the Arca Menard series. And I know there's going to be more history added there again next Saturday. Are you going to get any practice, Joe? Are the guys going to get any practice before qualifying, or are you guys going to go right at it? Uh, fortunately, we, we have an hour of practice uh, prior to qualifying. Um, and, and we'll practice Friday afternoon. And then after we get to our practice, the cars will be run through tech and impounded. And uh, we'll get up Saturday morning, qualify the field at 8.30, and uh, go racing at 1 o'clock. Man, I'll tell you what, it's going to be exciting. Joe, we thank you for the time tonight. We're right up alongside of it. Uh, I can't believe how fast the time goes. I only put you in for a little bit because I knew you were going to be busy uh, just uh, so close to the race weekend. Uh, but I know we look forward to getting you back on Race Time Radio, and I know we all look forward to watching the race next Saturday. It's going to be outstanding, and we really thank you for your time tonight on Race Time, bud. Not a problem, Joe. Thanks for having me. You betcha. Joe Wells, uh, competition director for the Arca Menard Series. Uh, you want yeah, the, the slogan for the NASCAR Xfinity Series where names are made? Yep. Before they get their name made there, they got to go through the Arca presented by Menards of the Arca Menard Series. That seems to be where we've seen so many young, talented drivers come through that have gone on to have huge careers. Absolutely. And, you know, the, the, the names, the, the, the knowledge gained from, you know, being in those cars, um, really, you know, the only equivalent here in Canada is, is like the NASCAR Pinty Series where the, the guys get a chance to drive the, the heavy stock car. Right. You know, Saturday night stuff is all lightweight race cars and so many guys, their first time strapping in and girls strapping in to a heavy stock car 
is in an ARCA car. And and when you look at, at the names that come through that, I don't care if you're an IndyCar driver, if you're an off-road racer, or if you're a sprint car guy. Uh, if you are just getting into heavy stock cars, the first stop is ARCA. And um, it's, it is a phenomenal series. I love everything that ARCA stands for. Well, you don't want to miss next Saturday's race. Uh, it's here. Race fans, it's here. Speed Weeks 2021 Daytona. Uh, New Smyrna Speedway, Volusia County Speedway. No, don't forget about the U.S. legend cars. Uh, Auburndale Speedway, uh, it's all happening. Uh, You can get and uh, watch the coverage all the way through. But that's going to do it for Junior and I here tonight uh, at the Racetime Radio Studio. Got to thank Susie Q right here for hooking us up with everybody. Got to thank Scotty back in Toronto at Sirius XM Channel 167. That does it for us. Don't miss Daytona. Don't miss New Smyrna. Don't miss any of those races. It has begun, everybody. We'll talk to you next Sunday right here on Race Time. That's going to do it for us. Have a safe week, everybody. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent.